Welcome to the Consummate Athlete Podcast, where our goal is to help you find health and community through movement. I'm Molly Herford, a writer, coach, and yoga teacher. And I'm Peter Glassford, an endurance coach and kinesiologist. Every week, we're talking to athletes and experts who can help you lead your best active, adventurous life. Whether you're a gravel racer, a marathon runner, or you just got out on your first bike ride yesterday, we're here cheering you on. You can also visit us online at consummateathlete.com for coaching information and training tips, nutrition advice, yoga flows, bike skills, and more. And now, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to a special edition of the Consummate Athlete Podcast, part one in our Mother's Day 2021 series. Yeah, we're excited to celebrate uh, several mothers, but all mothers, I guess. Yeah, I mean, honestly, since since moving to Collingwood, I've just been blown away by the number of amazing women who ha- who are mothers who are in my life and just like what they're achieving athletically, you know, whether we're talking about like just getting back out after having a baby or you know honestly just crushing their goals even though they have you know one two three kids at home it's just it's amazing and I'm just kind of constantly in awe of what the mothers around me are are doing yeah so for this Mother's Day this is 2021 and we're we're approaching Mother's Day and we're going to release three posts three short uh, episodes I should say uh with three mothers who have been on the show before in all cases yeah so first one up we have Catherine pendrell uh her story is particularly you know awesome and exciting this weekend she will literally be racing her first world cup since 2019 uh this is by the way former world champion olympic bronze medalist multi-time olympian general badass on the bike uh she'll be racing her first world cup since 2019 uh and she gave birth in late January to a gorgeous daughter named Dara. Uh, they are all over there, her, her husband, Keith, and Dara. And uh, they're they're tackling the World Cup season. So pretty exciting to, uh, yeah. that's a Mother's so Day fingers present. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and yeah, hopefully a, a Mother's Day gift this, this, I guess, Friday, Sunday, I think will be the races. Yeah, Friday, but Sunday. Yeah. So we'll... Yeah, enjoy catching up with Catherine here and uh, make sure if you're listening to this as it comes out to check out the racing this weekend because it's going to be amazing. All right, let's get in. So this is like a, a big adventure and I know you have a, yep. you have a baby who's waking up soon. So we'll, we'll keep this, uh, we'll yep. keep this brief, but oh my yep. gosh, how are you doing? How is like these first few months of mommyhood going? <laughs> um it's actually been really really good um yeah um definitely a huge learning curve for us but because Keith's been able to be at home we've felt like we actually have a really good life balance as crazy as that sounds that you could have that with a newborn <laughs> um but yeah no it's it's been uh really good and she's just has grown and changed so much in three months that it's been a lot of fun she's super smiley and uh and interactive now so that's, oh. that's really fun nice yeah and i mean for for you how have you approached the whole comeback to racing because i mean you had a pretty tight timeline here yeah <laughs> yeah and i've been lucky that everything has gone my way so far <laughs> um, I, I, I don't <laughs> not, think that's on necessarily the norm experience um but yeah i mean kind of our approach to the whole pregnancy and um, everything where this is concerned is that, you know, you just have to do the best you can and, um, and kind of roll with it. And, you know, we had 
we had some performance goal that was like, okay, if you're not here, um, you know, is it worth traveling? Um, but but uh, I just kept um, improving, so we're like, okay, let's let's go. So yeah, the watts are actually um, very comparable to not not necessarily my best years, but um, to an average me. Um, you know, still carrying a bit extra pregnancy weight and haven't raced in a year and a half, but we're just going to see what that looks like. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, I mean, how are you feeling? Are you excited to get to a start line? Are you nervous? Are, are you just like so I, stoked at this point? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited and nervous. Um, yeah, it's uh, like, I'm excited because I've had a lot of progress. I'm nervous because yeah, I've had a lot of progress, but what that looks like when you go up against the best in the world might be not as exciting as you, you hoped it would be. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I think I'm I think I'm ready to have a pretty healthy perspective about it and just see where I can go and and know that I'm going to have so much improvement just by racing, just by getting back in there and, and having to be patient, but also not selling myself short. And I think I. I do have some good form and um, I could make some good races happen. So, um, yeah, you, you just don't know what that's going to look like until you get back in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, excited about that. Excited to see how things progress over the next um, month. Um, we're actually going to be there until July. So we'll do the first four World Cups on one trip just to minimize travel and uh, and give myself the, the biggest opportunity to, to have a good season. Oh my gosh. Um, I, yeah. I actually really yeah. wish I could see the Those picture of, uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to see the picture of all of the bags that you have packed right now. Yeah. yeah. And, and so for, for travel, we wanted to minimize flights. So we're just doing one flight out of Vancouver. Everyone has to be tested before they board that flight in within 38 hours. Um, so, um, you know, feel pretty good about that, but there, that is like, just a whole other level of like, okay, we have to get to Vancouver and then somebody has to pick up a vehicle so it's not there for two months. And um, it's been a lot of logistics. <laughs> oh but, my uh, gosh. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's not even like the normal like work, life, family balance. That's like no. while training <laughs> and figuring all of that out. Um, yeah. And, and while managing, it's like, okay, here you can, like, to, I couldn't actually fly out of my town because Air Canada's not operating at the moment. And I couldn't fly out of Kelowna, which is the next closest, because I couldn't actually get the COVID test that I need within the time frame that I need because it has to be within 48 hours of arriving. Um, so, yeah, it's there's been many canceled flights already, canceled and rebooked, and rental cars changed. And, uh, yeah, so... Okay, you, you sound okay. like pretty casual about this. Um, do you do you think that that like motherhood has made it so you're like more capable of rolling with the punches here because you do not seem stressed? Uh, I think. Oh, I mean, definitely, there's been some stress, but I I think um, the the reason I've been able to stay in high performance sport is because I'm pretty adaptable and mm-hmm. the, the only way you could even contemplate this scenario is, is being a personality that you can roll with the punches. So, um, yeah, it's definitely, definitely have had multiple, multiple occasions where things just got to be one logistical 
nightmare too many and you're like, oh, why are are we doing this? Like, this is just too hard. But, um, you know, you just kind of just keep doing the work. And every every rider coming from North America is going through a similar thing, not the same thing, but a similar. So Mm -hmm. kind of definitely all helping each other navigate it. Yeah, yeah. I just keep thinking, how cool is it for Dara, like, when she grows up and she gets to hear about this as, like, her first year? Like, baby's first World Cup. Yeah, Yeah, totally. (laughs) On Mother's Day, no doubt. I was just going to say that. That's Is that a great Mother's Day present or, like, the hardest Mother's Day present? I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. It would be super hard if if we weren't able to travel together as a family. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, we're just... uh, making it all work. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. And so kind of going back to uh, during pregnancy, any any tips for, you know, soon to be moms who are trying to kind of maintain some sort of athletics or athletic identity? Were there any like major hurdles you have or any like advice that you'd give on that note? Uh, Yeah, I mean, every woman is going to come across some hurdles. Uh I'll be honest. Uh Um, But I guess it's just um, like, trust your body. And, um, I, I would find that going for a walk, I would feel like way more out of breath than I actually would riding. So, um, it's, it's really easy to get stressed and, um, to worry about like what's okay and what's not. But I think it's like, do your normal mm-hmm. at a reduced level. Mm-hmm. Um, but do your normal, maintain activity. Like if you can, especially earlier on in your pregnancy, you're going to feel so gross and exercising is just not always going to feel like a good option, but it really helps with morning sickness. So um, <laughs> that's that's a definite bonus. And I think if you're able to just maintain a reduced, that reduced aspect of your, um, of your lifestyle and identity, mentally and physically, you're going to feel so much better. And then for a lot of women, we actually feel better in our third trimester. So it's not always the same, but, um, but yeah, so just, uh, get out and do what do what you can do and what feels comfortable for you and mm-hmm. yeah that must have been really tough in the the first chunk of it for you before you know before you're telling anyone you feel like crap mm-hmm. but I mean you're you're a public athlete <laughs> right like you're you're in yep. <laughs> yeah and I and yeah kind of would be like oh you get bigger too you're like oh people must be like oh she just totally stopped caring during COVID <laughs> and she's letting her body go <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh yeah. um yeah no definitely definitely it was challenging um but uh but yeah it all it all becomes clear mm-hmm. yeah that's, oh okay that explains it yeah yeah <laughs> and I mean the first few months or the first few weeks I guess for you at this point um getting back in afterwards like you had you know normally the advice is like ah oh, ease in like you know go gently mm-hmm. and stuff and I'm sure you tried to do that as much as you could, but at the same time, you had a deadline. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, you... yeah. And it's like, I guess that's where, because I actually had a C-section, so the the recommendations on that are very, very, very conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, like, don't drive a car for six weeks. Good. Um, but I've I've had enough experience coming back from broken bones that I feel like I'm pretty good at reading my body, and I also know how much it sucks if you do too much too soon. Mm-hmm. So although what I did would seem very fast for somebody else based on my fitness level and my body knowledge and, and that, um, 
it was quick, but it was because I wasn't, I didn't have any um, setbacks. And I think I didn't have setbacks because I listened to my body. And if there was anything that worried me slightly, then I, I backed off, made sure I had no complications a, a day or two later, and then would ease back up again. So, um, yeah, I think having coached myself and, and then having Keith coaching me now and, and just both of us knowing myself so well when I'm healthy and fit and, and when I'm broken, <laughs> um, we were able to, to manage things really well. Mm-hmm. And now I know, I know you and Keith have always kind of like worked in this sort of team coaching sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Has, has he been like more helpful since, you know, since being yeah, pregnant so, and having the baby? Yeah. Like I coached myself through pregnancy because it was just, I was the one who knew what was going on in my body. And mm-hmm. even though things may like you know you read the study and it studies and it's okay to do higher intensity even though the still the general language that people are given is very conservative um there's there's what you're personally comfortable with doing and and i wasn't comfortable pushing too hard Mm -hmm. um so it was and and just some days you have really high fatigue and some days you feel great so um i took the reins on my pregnancy training and then but having him do my postpartum training has been awesome because um, just having someone um, who both sees what's going on, but it can also be a bit more objective and help you progress um, has been really good. And, and just, you know, have a lot of confidence seeing him work with um, the other Canadians that he works with and like Jen Jackson and Sandra and Peter and um, just, you know, it's, it's nice to give somebody else the reins when you have other stresses that yeah. you're thinking about. I can stress about racing and he can he can uh, keep the objectivity of, of how to get there on the, a nice timeline. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I mean, I imagine it, it takes a village to go from having a baby to boom, we're back to World Cup start line. So I mean, were there any other sort of like expert types that you've had in your corner that you would you would recommend for anyone? <laughs> um, you know, we've really done a lot by ourselves and even like we've had um one week my mom was able to come out and so that Keith and I could train together and she could meet Dara and that was awesome we hadn't realized how much having support was going to be amazing <laughs> because with COVID we haven't had anyone in our house right, right. so um the the biggest thing has been um early days Jen Jackson would come cook for us two Aww. nights a week because she was in her bubble and that was awesome um and uh yeah you know really like other people have been there for support and and um like the cliff team will be at the world cups for me and uh team canada is always there and like touching base um with dan prue as a coach but um for the most part we really tackled it by ourselves um but trent stellingsworth his his wife was um olympic runner and they did a comeback um after her first pregnancy um, so he was a good resource, actually one of the, one of the first people that we told, um, oh. because I knew he, I mean, we, I've worked with him just for body composi- composition over the years and, uh, I knew he knew pregnancy and, and women's bodies and physiology and, and returning postpartum. So, um, yeah, he was definitely a resource. Nice. And I mean, I have mm-hmm. to ask, like, that is a lot of time to be, in the house with just your husband as like your coach as a new dad as you know all of these things uh how do you not want to like throw him out a window sometimes 
Because you're just so grateful to have <laughs> such an awesome co-parent. Yeah, no, actually, it's, it's been amazing. Like, really, you appreciate your partner to a whole new level when you have a child and they're great with it and it makes life manageable and, and makes parenting more fun and less stressful because, you know, neither of us had any experiences with babies before <laughs> this. And, and then we just really supported each other to, to learn because, like learning to breastfeed is doesn't isn't overnight, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's learning how to parent and what's okay and what's not. And um, yeah, so no, we've been awesome support, and um, and it's enabled us. I think what's made the first couple of months easier for us is that we really have been able to maintain a lot of training, um, which means that we. Being with a newborn for hours and hours and hours is is quite fatiguing, and it's really nice to to know we're gonna trade off, and then we both get our alone time. We both get to feel healthy and fit, and um, be outside, and um, mm-hmm. so that's I think really helped us keep balance and and made this a lot of fun because we are getting that break from the intensity of of parenting and the fatigue of that. Um, and then we get to come back and, and really enjoy the smiles and um, seeing each other with, with our baby, too. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and then really just the last thing is, like, advice for, for new moms who want to get back into into their sport and are just, you know, maybe even, like, struggling to, yeah. to get out of the house and to, like, carve out that time for themselves because, yeah. you know, tiny baby. <laughs> totally. Um, I think, I guess the biggest thing is, you don't have to do everything by yourself. You're the mom and, and you're very, very important. But, um, you know, if, if dad can take on more roles and um, it's going to be great for their relationship with your baby and it's going to give you a little bit of time. And uh, we were lucky that she took a bottle right away. And so that definitely gave me a lot more flexibility. Um but yeah, it's definitely is we're in a unique situation because Keith can be at home. So it's not like we have someone that has been with a baby all day and then somebody who's been working all day mm-hmm. and both of us are ready for a break when the other person gets home. But um, uh, but yeah, I think, you know, just carving out these are these are your times where you get to do something and um, and also um, sharing the, the night feed so that both of you can get some sleep. And yeah, I think the biggest thing is setting you can't set eight hours aside or seven hours aside for sleep and expect to get seven hours right so it's like you really have to commit to shutting down the electronics and the other busy stuff um like at eight o'clock so that you can actually get a good night's sleep when you have a little baby Hmm. yeah and oh how are you going to handle this at the world cup are you like putting him in like a different hotel room with the baby at night or? <laughs> we have we have a camper van for the entire time nice um so that we we don't need to eat out anywhere um we just have our own little bubble and uh but then we also with cliff we have a hotel room so that if one person needs to go have a quiet nap for a couple hours we can do that and mm-hmm. uh or if you just need a bigger space to stretch or whatever you need. Um, so, yeah, we have our, our van, which is for us and going to be our, our home. And then we have that getaway, nice. <laughs> getaway place, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Oh, I am so excited for you. I can't wait to watch the World Cup this Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and short track on Friday, too. Yes. Ho- so, yeah, holy. that's another thing. Because of the ranking was frozen, 
March 3rd, 2020. Um, so the the points from then and then the World Cups that happened last year, that's what determines our start spot. Mm-hmm. So because I was ranked ninth in the world when the ranking's frozen, I'm actually going to start second row in the short track. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just diving right in and <laughs> get yep. a little uh, lung and leg opener before Sunday. Just like a little one. Which no hopefully doesn't <laughs> make it too hard to recover. <laughs> oh my gosh, I cannot wait to watch this. This is going to be amazing. Yeah, huh, well, yeah it should be good. <laughs> I will let you get back to last minute packing here, but thank you so much Thanks. for chatting. This is so yeah, good, good catching up out. with you and oh, I'm so happy for you guys. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Molly. Thanks so much for tuning into the Consummate Athlete Podcast. If you enjoyed this or any of our past episodes, do us a solid and leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts. And check out our book, Becoming a Consummate Athlete, over at consummateathlete.com. Questions or comments? Find us over on Instagram, at consummateathlete, and we will see you next week.